Hi, this is Chris Carlson, and welcome to this edition of the DI Guys podcast. I'm here with my co-host and good friend, Mike Codwell. Mike, how are you doing today? Chris, I'm great. How are you doing this morning? You know, Mike, it's really interesting here in the uh, Puget Sound area in the state of Washington. Today, actually, we're going to go into a uh, kind of stay-at-home type of arrangement, so it'll be interesting to see how that further impacts what's going on with this unique situation. What I wanted to talk about today, Mike, is the fact that this country is dealing with the coronavirus. And I'd like to give you a couple of examples that I have seen, and then I'd like to get your input if that's okay. Chris, I'm all ears. Go ahead. So I I really believe that all of our listeners, you know, now is the time to be adding value to their their constituents. And and if you want to call that their prospects or their clients or their centers of influence, there's a couple of points I want to make. Number one, I believe that now is the time to reach out to those constituents, and whether you want to do it via phone, whether you want to do it via email, you want to do it via text, I think phone is the best way because this whole thing of social distancing is is really affecting a lot of people and, and communication. And I, what I didn't say, of course, you could do FaceTime just to, to, to get that visual in there. But anyway, what I think we ought to do is just to reach out to these individuals and ask them two questions. Hey, how are you doing, number one? And is there anything I can do for you? What I don't mean is, is there anything I can sell you? Just what can I do for you? Mike, you were telling me that you're going to go visit somebody later on today, and you're just helping somebody. You're not trying to sell anything. You're just trying to be there when somebody needs something. I think that's what all of us can give, all of our listeners can give. So that's my suggestion. But let me give you two examples of what happened to me yesterday. People are dealing with so many different things, and, and, and both of these are business-related. They're two of my clients, and they're involved heavily in their business, and it's a crazy time. Each one of them told me the situation that they were dealing with, and since I'm not emotionally involved in what they have to do day-to-day to run their business and make, make it successful, it's much easier for me to see and I or provide an idea because I'm not, I'm not in the weeds with them. And so one of them was a, a very specific marketing idea that they could use that is so obvious that it's not brilliant on my part. They just couldn't see it because they're in the weeds. And then secondarily, another one of my clients is struggling to do something in relation to his business that will give back to the community, but he couldn't see the vehicle. And I made a suggestion to him that, you know, it was just easy for me to see, but he couldn't see it because he's in the weeds. So my point in saying all that, Mike, is that now is the great time to reach out to people, see how they're doing, and just see how we can help them. And again, neither one of those, and I'm not trying to pat myself on the back, neither one of those involved revenue. It was just being there and asking how I could help. And fortunately, in this particular situations, I was able to give them some suggestions that they could move forward. So I apologize for so be, being so long-winded there, uh, Mike. But you know, as you're dealing with it and you're talking to your friends, your colleagues, what are some of the things that are going through your mind right now? Chris, what's going through my mind, and thanks for asking, you're going to laugh. In this shelter-in-place, which we have the same thing here in Denver, it's not statewide, but it's all the counties surrounding, probably the same as you, maybe you're statewide. But it's pretty much we're not supposed to go anywhere. So I, you know, I have a fairly busy or active brain, I would say. I mean, it has a hard time shutting off. So I've been doing 10 minutes of meditation, which is about as good as I can do. Some of that is trying to clear your mind, and some of it's just a single thought. 
And, you know, it's hard to get coronavirus off. You know, it's, it's, if you watch the news, which I only watch it once a day and watch CBS this morning or whatever it's called. And every single story, every single, all two hours, Chris, what does, what does this evolve around the entire two hours? All about the coronavirus, some way, shape, or form. Absolutely. It's, it's the good, the bad, and the ugly, which fortunately they're showing a lot of good and how phenomenal Americans or people around the globe can be to one another um, in a time of crisis. And I think this is fair to say it's a crisis, but you, you, you just jogged my memory, and maybe it's because I do have a clear head. We did a podcast maybe a couple of weeks ago, and we talked about people and work. And we made the comment, you and I were having this discussion about when you're talking about just conversations with clients in general and overcoming what I would call insincere objections. And again, I'm with you. I'm not saying we have to jump all over somebody and tell them to write a check today for income protection. Uh, but keep these things in the back of your brain or if you're listening on the podcast today, just jot this down on your legal pad for, for future reference because this isn't going to go away soon. But it's relevant to where we are today. Millions and millions of small businesses are right now shut down or out of work. You would say, again, Chris, that's fact, not fiction, correct? Absolutely. And we always have the question and we raise the question, you know, if your business runs itself so well, why don't you take a permanent vacation? Well, I think now we're all seeing the answers to why, if you're running a business and you're an entrepreneur, why you are the vital link to your entire organization. And again, don't ever diminish the value of what you do to earn a living vis-a-vis a restaurateur, hotel, coder for a company. It doesn't matter. If you're an entrepreneur and you're running a small business, don't stop and think for a minute before you say, you know, and I'm not really worried about my business that can run itself. Because we're learning right now that when you shelter in place and you can't get on a plane and you're just a single person entrepreneur, I think it's fair to say that you're not in business. It's of no, you didn't cause it. It's not of any fault of yours. But at the end of the day, those businesses, they, they just don't survive without people. And you as the entrepreneur, again, don't diminish the value of what you do and how you've done it. Businesses just can't. It's being proven. They just can't run themselves. They can't run themselves without people. They just can't run themselves without people. If nothing else, it's proven that. The coronavirus itself is, is well, God, everybody knows a ton about it. And people know a lot more than I do about it. We just watch the news. But what it's made me stop once again and think, and, and, you know, today, again, I'm not saying that we need to go out next Thursday and start hounding people about insurance. Chris, you mentioned some great mediums for uh, contacting people. I'd like to relay real stories that I got one yesterday. A friend of mine in Chicago who's a phenomenal, I won't mention his name today without permission, but he's a phenomenal DI salesman. And he has been a phenomenal DI salesman for years. In speaking with him, it's like, how's your business? And the funny thing is, this is a guy that does 30 or 40 appointments a week, face-to-face, 15 minutes at a time. And Chris, you probably know who I'm talking about right now. But anyway, I don't want to use the name because I, I really don't have permission. And, but he does 30 to 40 appointments a week, face-to-face. He suddenly said that his business was booming because he's figured out technology. He's basically using Zoom, FaceTime, anything that he can use. And he said, I'm having – and he's a huge prospector. Because I'm having the easiest time contacting people than I ever have before because they have nothing else to do. 
and everybody is a social being and wants to talk to somebody. So they take my call no matter what, <laughs> no matter what. And I said, are you still trying to sell insurance? And he says, that's what I do for a living, Mike. I thought it was just kind of funny. He's like, and people are like, you know what? I got to think about this because you're right. You don't know. And this is my point. You don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. I think I might have mentioned this earlier and Chris interjected at any time. But on January 1, I was in Cabo, and I think I said this in an earlier podcast, podcast, having you know a great time with four families from my children's school, hanging out on January 1. Had you told me it's January 21, that you know there was something going on in China, it might have been in late December, I still paid no attention. I paid no attention until it hit home. Not that I've had the corona, I don't. But I was actually in Vail, Colorado two weeks ago, it broke out in Eagle County. So I fortunately got to stay home for 14 days just because it was the right thing to do. Um, and I did. My point is, fast forward to like March, just right now, what today, to today's date. Fast forward today. Would anybody on January 1, Chris, in your world have imagined that the stock market would be down 30% and we're going through what we're going through right now with absolutely no positive we have goals, and I, I don't blame anybody for having goals, whether it's Easter, the end of April, the 15th of May, and you can have a stretch goal and keep moving it. I understand that. But would anybody in the United States of America had predicted on January 1, we'd be sitting here doing this today? I can't think of a single person I've talked to. You and I were talking about doing a roadshow and seminars, remember? Absolutely. We were doing cities talking about what we were going to do. Here's how we're going to do. We'll get to Cincinnati. Then we'll get down to Nashville. We'll shoot back. We'll do a couple in the Pacific. We had it. We had our, we had a roadmap, correct? Kind of laid out, ready to go. Yep. And what happened to our roadmap? It got crumpled up, tossed aside. <laughs> it got crumpled up. And we didn't shred it, by the way, but it did get thrown in the garbage for the time being because it's of no value to us now. And my point is, when you're talking about any kind of risk product, um, and we always talk about income protection, but we're still talking about all risk products, and that's what I, I think, you know what, you have to be a risk protection specialist before you can be a financial planner. Because if you looked at the triangle in general, the financial planning triangle, and anybody out there listening, Google financial planning triangle, you get 700 different versions, but they're all the same. It's just from 600 different companies, or 500 or 600. But you'll get, and you get them, from anywhere. But the bottom of that triangle, Chris, looks like what? Every single time. All about income. It's all about risk protection, exactly. It's about medical insurance because that's important. It's about life insurance. It's about even property casually protecting the value of, of your material goods, your property. And then last but not least, which should never be least to me, I've already mentioned, it should probably be first, is what drives all of that is your ability to earn income, which is the greatest asset that you will ever have. As we go forward and we venture through the spring and into the summer, the coronavirus, this too shall pass, as they say. But it's a it's going to be a great reminder of how life can change in a single sentence. And now some people, the income might be a little tight. Monthly earnings might be a little tight. You know, I, I agree with you. I think it's time because this is who we are by nature, I think, in financial services is it's empathy and show people not that you want to sell them something, but that you care. But at the same time, it's okay to talk about the reminders that, you know what, who would have expected this? This in life is the biggest surprise. 
And, and that's all you have to have discussions about because it's all we talk about. As I said, I'm going with your friend of mine um, this morning to see her puppy. Yes, she's been 14 days, so we're clean. We're not having a group of 10, so we're not breaking any rules. Plus, she's older than I am, so I'm going to visit her. But my point is, we will have this conversation, Chris. Without choice, we're going to talk about the coronavirus. Is that a fair statement today? <laughs> there is no question, Mike. And we're not going to forget about this. Hopefully a year from now we're laughing and going, God, remember when? And what I think the takeaway today is, is use relevant times. Like what is relevant today? There's only one thing. Coronavirus seems to be the topic of conversation. Everybody. We don't even know who's running for president this week because it's, it's really become that quiet. We do, but at my point is it's become that quiet. This is something that I think you should jot down on your legal pad if you're listening to us today. And just remember, remind people that something can happen at any time, any place, and anywhere. And if you think you have control, think again, because you just don't know what the future holds. And I think that's a great way to have the conversation as this passes, as businesses get back up and running, as people start to get back to what we'll call a more routine than normal life, that you have to remind people this wasn't that long ago. You would agree with me that anything can happen unbeknownst to you at any time. That right there, Chris, I think is the biggest opener for income protection that you could ever talk about. And I think it's fair to talk about because I firmly believe that you will never sell somebody something if it's income protection that they absolutely don't need. Ever. It's more important now than ever. More important, again, I say it twice, now than ever. Because you just don't know what's going to happen or when. What are your thoughts? You know, Mike, I, I think you're spot on. And, and I hope our listeners really understand our theme for today is add service and value now. And then as we come out of the other side of this, whenever that might be, now we have to have some very tough conversations with our prospects and clients about what Mike just said is, you know, we are not in control of what does or doesn't happen to you. We like to think that we are, but it's just not the case. And so it'll be an important conversation that all advisors need to have, you know, with their clients regarding income protection and life insurance and things like that. So at the appropriate time, you know, those conversations definitely need to take place. Chris, and just one last comment from me, and I'm sure you'll echo this. Everybody out there, be safe. Please do what people are asking. So if you're in a city or a state that is sheltering in place, please take that seriously. This is one way to flatten, as they say, flatten the curve. And we know that that works. And we're all in this together. Nobody gets to escape this one. So Godspeed and everybody, please just be safe. And thank mm -hmm. you. And Mike, one way to spend time is, is in, when you're sheltering in place is make sure you check out the past episodes of the DI Guys podcast. So make sure you subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. So Mike, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for your time today. Chris, thank you and enjoy the rest of the week.